everybody. Welcome to Amplify Your Impact. My name is Susan Leonardson. This is the show where we talk to fast-growing, mission-driven entrepreneurs about how they're growing their businesses and helping others to do the same. And on this episode, I have Cindy Childress, Dr. Cindy, the expert's ghostwriter. She's a ghostwriter and book editor for entrepreneurs that want to write books that make money and make an impact. Her business, Childress Business Communication, took bronze for most innovative company of the year for the Stevie Awards for Women in Business 2020. And her clients go on to achieve bestseller status in TEDx Talks and win book awards and more. So this is the person to be listening to about books. And I am so excited to have you here with us, Cindy. Welcome to the Thank show. You. Yes, that introduction makes me, <laughs> I hope I live up to the hype. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Um, I think this is so fascinating because I've had a few people on um, on the show where we talked about writing books, publishing books, and you know, a lot of the time the conversation comes back to like, I don't know what I would write about, and I don't have time to write a book. So I'm sure we can dive into a little bit of that with you. But first, um, I just want to know a little bit about your, your background, if we could just get to know you a little bit better, like how, how did you get into doing ghostwriting and helping people publish books? Absolutely. So I have a PhD in English which might make a lot of sense for somebody helping people write books. But um, instead of being on the faculty in academia and working with people who might be going through an MFA program or something like that, um, what happened is I finished my degree in 2008. And at the same time, I was dating this cute oil and gas engineer who had an opportunity to live and work in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Well, he became my husband of 13 years now. and. I went with him on an overseas adventure that got me a dependent visa for seven years. So we lived in Malaysia and Indonesia. I did tons of things there on a volunteer basis. Um, and then when I got back to America, I had a seven year work gap. And what that meant is I went to, you know, look, look for jobs in the nonprofit sector and, you know, agencies that do content writing in places where my expertise and experience would fit. And I couldn't even get an interview. So I took my education off. I thought they just, they're scared of the PhD. So um, I was going in just as somebody with a bachelor's and that seven year work gap, I still couldn't even get an interview. So I finally completely changed careers. Another thing about me is I've lost 80 pounds and kept it off since 1991. And I'm also a former marathon runner. Um, and I thought, you know, maybe it's health and fitness for me. So I became a certified personal trainer. And at age 34, there I was opening a gym at 4.45 in the morning, wearing a uniform and it was a boutique gym. So I was, you know, working out sweaty millionaires and billionaires who would forget my name. And um, through that experience, I got an opportunity to do some writing for that company, technical writing, and ended up doing sales training um, for their call center. And that experience gave me something that I had lost, which was confidence in my ability to do what I'd actually studied and trained to do. And so with that confidence regained um, and a bit of a portfolio created, I started my own business to see who else would hire me to write and edit for them. And within just a few months, this was early 2017, I realized that although I'm quite good at a lot of kinds of writing because I have a diverse education, I'm specifically great at books. And 
so I went all in on being a ghostwriter and I haven't looked back since then. I love that. I mean, thanks for sharing your story. Uh, I think that it's so powerful for people to be able to put their expertise or their stories into books and to have another way of going about doing that is um, gotta be really, really helpful for people. Cause like I was mentioning earlier, like I think I talk to a lot of people all the time and and I know that one of the objections to even writing a book is, is like, I just don't even know when I'm going to have time to do this. And that's kind of one of the problems that you're, you're solving for people. Um, so tell us more about that, about um, what that, what that process looks like, because I still have questions about like, how do I even go about having a ghostwriter write a book for me? Absolutely. And I do have to burst the the mystique of the ghostwriter bubble just a little bit because you do still have to put some time and effort yes, in. Yeah. But I'll say that my process looks like, you know, really, first of all, getting crystal clear on who the audience is for this book, because otherwise I cannot write it for you. Um, so getting clear on that and the voice. Um, the level of information that we're going to include, that what will be relevant to your reader and what won't be relevant or relatable, all those kinds of things. And, you know, what's the objective for this book? Um, are you looking to get more speaking, sell more courses, um, promote a nonprofit or awareness about something? You know, what's going on here? And then with those things in place, we create a table of contents and that is very detailed. And then with the client and I agreeing on that, I create um, open-ended questions to go through all the information in the chapters that we have outlined together. And then you sit down for interviews. I have two different ways I do this, and I don't even charge differently for them because I really want you to do what works best for you. One way is the down and dirty. We do one long weekend, um, eight hours Saturday, eight hours Friday, and half a day on Monday and get all your interviews done in one weekend. That's great because then I can start editing the whole thing way faster. Uh, the other way I can do it is two hour interviews, maybe once a week over two or three months. Um, the people who prefer that, maybe they wanna like think through things a little bit more as they go along. And I've had great success with both methods. So I can't even say that there's one that is really superior. I mean, there's no doubt the first way I suggested we'll get it done faster, but the other way can, can be just as great to get your finished product, what you want it to be a great book that people will read, refer, talk about positively review and want to connect with you further. That's cool. I really like that you offer those two options because I know I've done even, um, like, uh, boot camps or like coaching programs where it's gone one way or the other way. And I feel like so much gets done if you're able to do like just the like the eight hours for two two uh, days over the weekend. Um, but uh, I do like I like that you offer the other option too. So that's really really cool um, because I know like if I were to sit down and start writing a book, it would probably take me a lot longer than that. Like it would take me more than two hours once a week for three months. It would probably take me a year or longer. And so even then, like yes, it's still a lot of work but you're definitely expediting the process for people that, you know, have a vision of a book that they want to make. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's years into the future. Like, I just can't even wrap my head around that. And, um, and I, I think that's so awesome. I think it's so, so cool. Um, so uh, what, what does it look like for um, after the 
after that interview process, after you um, have gotten all the information from from your people, do you go on and then help them launch and like promote the book as well? Yeah, well, there's a beautiful editing process that happens in the middle there. So we get the messy yeah. first draft from the interviews. And then we go through a developmental edit. And I'll quickly say, because my clients love this, um, I will color code your entire draft once oh, I get wow. to the point. And like it's, this is particularly helpful for my favorite kind of book to do, which is the story-driven um, self-help book. And so I make the stories one color, the information teaching part another color, the exercises another color, print it, put it on the walls. Um, in non-pandemic times, um, clients could come to my office or I've even flown on site to their facility if they wanted me to. And we do this together to be in the same room, look at their book on the walls and start making choices that are hard to make when you're just scrolling through a document or even you know going through a pile of papers that you have. And so we make major decisions then about moving things around. And then I don't ask them to um, comment on the content itself until after I make those changes and then present a pretty good polished draft. And then at that point, they do have to read the whole thing and let me know what they want to change because sometimes um, I don't sound like them. And sometimes I even, I'll have a placeholder. Like I got this idea. I don't know what your detail is from your life is, but let's put something like this here. And I have to say, every time I do that, what my client comes back with is way better than what I made up as the placeholder. So I need them. I want the book to look and feel like it's theirs. And so we go through a back and forth process that's usually three or four times. And then where I leave off is at the point where you still might want to work with another copy editor, just because I'm not the best one at finding my own mistakes. I have not um, been able to educate myself out of that, but you have a, a very good manuscript that any copy editor um, is going to be able to just get all the way there. And then um, for publishing, I have a hybrid publisher that I have a relationship with that is Ignite Press. So they do the heavy lifting for you on getting your ISBN number, loading your book to be sold in all of the places, including Amazon, but not only Amazon. And then if you want to do that for yourself, I always recommend Ingram Spark, which is a, a platform that you can get your book in hardback as well as paperback, have it listed where libraries or um, bookstores could um, purchase it um, or on wholesale. And, um, you know, for the, for the like bootstrapper, that can be <laughs> what you want to do. And then if you do want a traditional publisher, I can assist with a book proposal. And that's actually something I talk about in my initial interviews before I even um, agree to work with someone, because if you do want to traditionally publish there, we would go about things differently than if you're going to self-publish, because depending on what you're doing, the publisher may even prefer not to see the whole polished draft because they're going to change it. Be sure of that, because it's going to have to fit into their product suite with the other books that they're promoting and the specific angles that they think are going to resonate. And it's probably going to change considerably from the idea that you bring in in the beginning. So some people just don't want to bother with that. Some people don't have the audience size that would make them a good fit for traditional publishing. And those are the people that I help all the way. Otherwise, we just look at your proposal. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that um, working with so many people and helping them, like getting... I mean, to write a book for them 
you have to get so, so deep into who they are as a person and who and, and their business or whatever topic that they're wanting to write about. And like, do you, do you just love that? Like, do you, I mean, I can imagine like you have learned so much from so many people just from helping them write their book. I do. My clients make me smarter. That's what I say every time he has um, a niche or um, a specialty that like maybe I've heard of it before, but I don't know about it. And I'm always so excited because I know that I'm going to get to vicariously learn as I'm editing. And I'll also say it's not a bad idea at all to engage a ghostwriter that's not already super familiar with your area because that's probably the reader that you're addressing as well. And I've even noticed for myself, because I've done um, a lot of business books for people, and I have to be careful that when you are talking about um, getting, for instance, um, using customer feedback to make your, to improve your processes and systems, that I need to forget the other books that I've done before that talk about those things and only use your information that you have submitted and make sure I double check what your take is there so I don't accidentally make you sound like somebody else. So that is, um, but it's something I'm aware of and, you know, but it's just something you might think about. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, I imagine that's hard for any kind of copywriter, but, but yeah, you get so deep into that, that I'm sure that's, that's uh, a skill you had to learn <laughs> to be able to do that as amazing. Um, now I know that you have something coming up to, uh, can you tell us about that um, coming up here in November? What is, what does that look like? Yes. I'm so excited. It's your best-selling book blueprint, the free three-day challenge. This is where we're going to go deep into um, thinking about how would you pitch your book? How would it sound to a potential reader or maybe even a book agent? And then we look at where on the bookshelf your book would go, because a lot of people are hesitant to write a book. And one of those reasons can be there's their concern they might sound like everybody else. Does the world need a book like this? And so I take you through the exact research that I do with my ghostwriting clients to vet your idea, give it those legs, and then you get the confidence. And then on the last day, we're going to talk about how this book is going to make money, because most nonfiction authors do not pay their bills on book sales alone. They have something else they're selling um, outside of the book. So we make sure you have that in place as well so that your book makes sense and you're excited and you know how it fits into your short-term goals. That sounds like a lot of fun. Even if it's, would you say this is for someone who already knows that they want to write a book or just someone that is um, even entertaining the idea of writing a book? Yeah, well, if you already have an idea or two and you're not sure which one to pick or you you aren't sure how your book would make money, those are two, or you're not sure who would read your book, you know, those are very common reasons that you might want to jump in. And um, yeah, I would say if you're not sure if you want to write a book at all or not, you are welcome to be a lurker, but you may find that the information might um, might not be what you were looking for. Yeah, that's good to know. So where can people go to um, join in on that? Absolutely. The best place to go is my website, www.cindychildress.com. You're going to see, the first thing you're going to see there is your invitation to join this free challenge. 
Awesome. I love it. Um, okay. I'm going to just shift gears just a little bit and then our last little bit of time we have together. And I want to know um, just kind of what's, what's next on the horizon for you and your business. Um, you have the, the um, free workshops that you do and you obviously are doing amazing, helping people with, with writing their books. Um, do you have any, uh, anything that you're trying to reach to over the next year that, that, uh, you're excited about? Yes. So with this next round of my challenge, which this will be, um, the fifth time that I've run it. So that's great. Um, I've added affiliates to it. And what will happen is after the challenge, I will be promoting my crank out your book in eight weeks course where I teach you how to be your own ghostwriter and everything I said that I do for people who hire me I teach you to do for yourself so what I'm looking forward to and I started um as first ran my course um wow in 2020 what a crazy time to start something yeah. new but um it was already on my plan for the year and I didn't have any time to change my plan. So I just you didn't did let anything <laughs> stop you. Just go for it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know, it's everything I need to do. I can stay where I am. And um, it, it's been great. What I would like to do is more of that and really growing that offer. Because one thing I found, and as much as I have enjoyed working with my ghostwriting clients, um, I wasn't using all of my talents and skills because I'm not just a great writer and editor, although I am those things. I'm also a great teacher. And that muscle was just kind of laying dormant. So um, I would like to keep growing that program. And, you know, even at the, I'm almost there, Susan. Um, like right now, I just have two clients for private services and everybody else that I'm working with right now is coaching in my eight-week program. And what that's given me is a really great work-life balance. And it's given me more time to create my own content and um, leadership in a way that I couldn't when I'm you know, fully booked with done for you services. So I'm really excited about what's next. Yeah, that is really, really exciting. That's, um, I mean, we always get maxed out when we're doing one-on-one. -on -one, and so the natural step is to go to group coaching so we can help more people. Um, and that's really cool. So it's an eight week program. Um, you're just teaching them uh, how to go through the process. But I imagine, is, are people able to finish their books in eight weeks? Or is it like, I'm going to teach you this in eight weeks, but you're, it's going to take you a bit longer? Because I'm now I'm like, wow, can we do it faster? <laughs> yes, you can do it faster. In fact, in this current round, we're in week six. And I've already got one student who's over 38,000 words. So when you think about that, um, the goal of the course is to write 30,000 words in the eight weeks. And that would get you about 130 pages, depending on the font size and formatting choices. So that's like enough for most people to get to the next step with the goals they have for their book. Um, but I have people in this round that want to write more. So um, there's already another student that's just hovering at the 30,000 mark and several in the 20,000 mark, and they've still got two more weeks before the course is finished. So this is definitely designed to get you there. Um, so, and it's, yeah, that it, it really does work and you can go faster. I've had one student who wrote 104,000 words and she didn't even um, really, she was, she was blocked and I gave her a private call because I was like, 
I know you want it. I want it for you. Let's get this figured out. And then she just hit the ground running over 100,000 words, which would print to about 400 pages. Now, uh, she's going to actually, her process now is cutting that down to something shorter so that her readers can digest it. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so cool. And that's such an awesome like testimonial to be able to give out there too of, of just of how good you are at what you do and you were able to help her get through her block and then she just like hit the ground running. I love it. So awesome. Okay, everybody listening right now, definitely go to cindychildress.com. Um, Cindy, you hang out on Instagram so people can connect with you there. It's Cindy Childress PhD um, to connect with you there. And we'll put both of those links down in the notes so you guys can easily get there and go and connect with Cindy and get your book started if that's in um, in the plans for you and for 2022. It's so exciting. Um, Cindy, so like glad you could be here. Thank you very much for taking the time and being on the show with us today. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you.